Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Ephraim, you are well known as a Lakers fan. So I'm going to throw something out to you. I I can't wait to hear what you think about this. Now, as you know, I'm the co-host of First Things First, and we were discussing the Lakers and can they get Kyrie Irving. We know they would love a LeBron-Kyrie reunion. Kyrie himself has spoken wistfully of his time with LeBron, like he might be down for a reunion too. So with things uh, going sideways with the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie in terms of their contract negotiations, there's a lot of talk about can the Lakers get Kyrie, and it's going to be difficult, if not darn near impossible. But there is a trade. So we're talking on the show today, first things first, about can the Lakers somehow get Kyrie and my co-host Nick Wright, who rarely has a good idea, but he did today. I think he said he proposed this trade, Ephraim, Anthony Davis 
and Russell Westbrook go to Brooklyn for Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. It is my problem for your problem on steroids. All right. But I got to be honest, I kind of like it the more I think about it. I want to get your thoughts first, and then I'll share my detailed thoughts on this potential trade. I mean, I, I don't know that either team, it, it's certainly nothing in the works right now. I've actually been told Anthony Davis is going nowhere, so I don't think it's likely. But I I think it's a good idea if you can't work things out with Kyrie. But what do you think? I, I don't like that. I don't like that for the simple fact that um, – I don't want to. Now, are you talking strictly from a Lakers standpoint? I'm, or I'm start, uh, talking strictly from an organizational standpoint. Well, right? but I mean, Lakers or like, do you like Lakers, it for the Nets? Lakers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for the the Nets, it's it's great. Right, the the, the, the Nets. Are, uh, uh, Even though they get Westbrook, a lot of people that's the hang up with a lot of people. They'll, they'll to about. ship they'll ship that out in a, in a heartbeat. Right, you get rid of two headaches, two. Uh, Two unknowns, right? And and we're talking about unknowns, right? Is Ben Simmons mentally gonna be ready to play? Or is his mind gonna affect his foot next year? Right. Right? <laughs> is Kyrie Irving going to feel a certain way uh when Mercury is in retrograde? <laughs> right? And it, it, it and I'm I'm putting him in a comedic form because that's how funny some of the things that he he's doing seem mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. you can go to the extreme because you just don't know what he's thinking or what he'll do can't do that can't run an organization with someone like that in any business can you be an airline pilot and sometimes show up or sometimes be in a mood like you know you, you, you can't do it and and so to get rid of someone when they're healthy and anthony davis Who's unguardable? Well, he's but he's. I get it. I understand he's that he's hurt a lot too. He's, okay. He is hurt a lot. His whole career, so he's been hurt a lot. Questions surrounding all four of these players. You're, you're right. There are questions surrounding all four. But the one thing we know is Westbrook. He's going to show up. He's going to play. Anthony Davis, when healthy, he is a problem. Compliments LeBron extremely well. They won a championship together. Now you bring two guys. One who doesn't shoot any basketballs at all. Right. Last we saw him, he was passing up on dunks. Right. right. Doesn't want to go to the free throw line in, in crunch time. Can't have him on the court. Uh, and one guy is literally, you know, he's dancing to the beat of his own drum, which is never a good thing in a team sport. So, yeah, I'll take my chances on trying to get Anthony Davis as healthy as possible and bringing Westbrook off the bench opposed to bringing in Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Okay, okay. It's was that was that com- was that compelling enough? Uh, look, there. It's un. It's you can't deny the points you made because I, as much as I like the trade for both teams, I did say on television today, the Lakers are taking the bigger risk. No question about it, right? Because even though there's questions about AD's health, there's even some questions about his motor. Obviously, there are questions about Westbrook and how he fits. But the bigger questions are, to your point, about Kyrie Irving. Yeah, right now he may seem like he would like to play with LeBron again, but how will he feel in six months? Mm -hmm. How will he feel in a year? 
And not to mention just maybe needing family time off. Maybe uh, there's some type of national tragedy or disaster that goes on. Or he's always, he wanted to be at home, right? In Jersey slash Brooklyn. What if he misses home? And so I agree with you. And Ben Simmons, of course, where's his mind at? My thought was this. The only place Kyrie has had team success is with LeBron. So maybe, especially being away from LeBron, having his battles and struggles, maybe he would be on his quote-unquote best behavior. With Ben Simmons, he's been a protege of LeBron's for the last seven years or so. So if anyone can kind of get the best out of him, help him reach his potential, maybe it's LeBron. And what I've had to do, Ephraim, in having this conversation, because I talked about it on Undisputed with Skip and Shannon as well, most people have been hung up on Westbrook. They've liked it for the Lakers. They obviously like AD, you know, if you're the Nets, getting Anthony Davis. But the hang-up has been Westbrook, and you said it yourself, they'll get rid of him. They'll cut him, buy him out, move on. To me... They'll keep him and play him. I mean, I this, we're all we're assuming that KD would sign off on a reunion, right? Even having this conversation. But let's if KD does sign off, KD can play with Russ. I don't think Russ is completely washed like some do. I think he's in one of the worst possible situations he could be in in the NBA. We all knew it was a bad fit from the get-go. And that is why he played so poorly. And even as he played poorly, he still gave you 18, 7, and 7 as the definitive third option and shot one of the highest percentages from the field for his career. So I think it was just two years ago he was averaging a triple-double in Washington and getting them into the playoffs. So I just think in a different situation, Durant knows how to play off Russ. Durant doesn't need the ball to be dominant. And so I, and if it didn't work, you could cut him or you get rid of him after his contract expires in a year. But I think it might be able to work because you know, I think you would agree with this, Ephraim. Yeah, they never won a championship in Oklahoma City. But those were some very good teams. Yeah. And one of the reasons they never got back to the finals after their, you know, early in their career was because KD was hurt. Or different season, Russ was hurt. Or Serge Ibaka even was hurt in a close series. So, I again, I, I, I if I'm the Nets, my ideal situation is working it out with Kyrie. I know he's mercurial, but working it out with him and going at it with Simmons, Kyrie, and Durant. But if we can't, I would look, I would consider this. But like you said, you you don't want to like it from the Lakers perspective. And I respect that. But are they are they gonna be that good this year as currently constituted? The Lakers? Yeah. No. No. You're running into the same problems that you had last year. Um, if Darvin Ham can't get the best thing for Westbrook is to come off the bench. He'll give a little pop to that second unit. Uh, but what you don't want him to do is mess up the flow of the game, right? A lot of those times, a lot of those games, Frank Vogel was trying to get Russ involved and, right. and just trying to, you know, even LeBron was trying to get him involved. When you take that off the table, 
right? Look, we're not going to set the table for you, okay, just you to make just you feel comfortable, right. right? So you come in with the second unit. You can push the ball. You can play your game. It adds another dimension, right? But Frank Vogel didn't want to put him on the bench. He didn't want to sit him down. And, and, and so the first thing I'm doing is if he's going to stay on the team, I'm going to have a real come-to-Jesus talk with him. I'm like, right. look here, man. We can't ignore the problems we had last year. Right, and you can point to your numbers and all of that, but what I'm going to point to is your your you know your plus or minus, your turn leading the league in turnovers. I'm I'm pointing to those things, and as a point guard, I can't have that. Well, I look. I think it, the conversation starts here, Russ, and I'm I'm real talk, like because obviously he's got an ego, he's a Hall of Famer, top seventy five, all that. I, but if I'm Darvin Ham. Or LeBron, for that matter. Or AD, both of them, if they go to him. What they got to say to Russ is, Russ, look, you've done everything you can in this league individually. I mean, you've you've actually done something that no other player in the history of basketball has done. And that's where, and quickly, just off a little tangent, we talked yesterday about Wilt Chamberlain not being in my top ten. Obviously, his statistics are through the roof. I mean, beyond that, right? Best ever. But you could make an argument. He's obviously not as good as Will Chamberlain was. But Russell Westbrook's statistics are, you you could make a similar argument that this dude actually averaged a triple-double for four seasons Mm -hmm. when only one other player in the league did it for one. And so that's incredible. So I think you boost him up like, look, There's nothing else you can do individually. And the only way you're going to get, the only thing left for you to do is win a championship. And if you contribute to that championship, whether it's off the bench, whether it's as the third option, if it's averaging 15 points and seven assists a game, whatever it might be, you're going to get major credit. You could average a triple-double here, and we don't get to the second round of the playoffs, and you'll you'll get ripped. You'll get criticized. But if you play a role, even if it's off the bench, and we win, you will get incredible praise for doing that. And your value, if it it matters to him, your legacy, Ephraim, I think, would, would go up. That's where I would start with him, and, and saying that in some form or fashion. That makes sense. Is he willing to? Is he willing to accept that though? Right? You know, no. ego is is. You you see it Not all the right. time in players, man. We saw it with Carmelo. We saw it. Uh, Car- um, um, Allen Iverson. Like guys can't let go of what it was. Right. Iverson couldn't do it. He and, couldn't and I, do it. I'll be honest. I've said that about Westbrook. I don't I, think. I, I mean, Melo was out of the year. Melo was out of the league for two years. Right. It, it, it took that to humble him. You know what I mean? And, and it's hard. remember, yep. yo, P, they want me to come off the bench. That was like, funny, right? Was in, in, the, in the press conference. <laughs> it was like, okay, you done laughed yourself right on out the league. <laughs> but look, here's another, and you'll understand this being a former player, basketball player in college. Sometimes your game is your game. Right? Can yep. Russ even play a different way? No, that's why he him playing have, off the ball. He right. He, he can't he be in the game shot. with LeBron. Like set. you can't, he can't play off the ball. Right. Where's it that? Where, where are you gonna find that game all of a sudden? There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We just heard uh, Brian Finley give us the update at the top of the hour about Daniel Schneider, Mm -hmm. the owner of the Washington Commanders, and how he settled. He gave a woman, a former employee, $1.6 million in hush money, right? Because she alleges that he uh, sexually assaulted her. He tried to ask her to have sex with him, groped her, and attempted to remove her clothes. I'm bringing this up. Obviously, that's just a horrible situation. Imagine your wife, your daughter. We'd be doing this Because it's somebody's wife or daughter or sister, whoever it was. And here's the thing. There, Deshaun Watson's the news is that Deshaun Watson well the Players Association on behalf of Deshaun Watson is going to look at the NFL whenever they come down with as far as the suspension they're going to be like hold up uh, you what have you done with Daniel Snyder yep. when you have employees female employees saying they have been sexually harassed hundreds of time under, on, times under your watch his watch and now you got this, which just came out today. So this is interesting to me because as much if he's guilty, as much as I want Deshaun Watson to suffer a suspension and pay pay his dues, so to speak, I don't want him to do it when an owner is not doing it. And when you throw in the racial element, let's keep it real. When you throw in the racial element of white owners Getting away because Jerry Jones was named. Is they'll bring him up too when you had the PR guy taking videos of the cheerleaders changing their clothes and stuff. Uh, 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 um, their other own Robert Kraft with the situation down in Florida with him in the massage parlor. So the di- the optics don't look good for a league that's got in racism and Black Lives Matter and all that on helmets and end zones. So this is interesting to me, Ephraim. Yeah, the NFL has um, some house cleaning to do, obviously. Uh, They've got to put their foot down. They can't make it about statements, blanket statements, and and slogans. It has to be about action. Now, this whole uh, Washington general situation is – our commanders, commanders, Washington commanders uh, situation. Uh, everybody's watching, right? Mm-hmm. Just like everybody was watching with the Robert Robert Kraft situation. That's kind of gone under. The, it's gone. Nobody's talking about that anymore. 
but it's men behaving right. badly. Right. Right? In all aspects, this is men behaving badly. Prominent men in prominent positions behaving badly towards women. Yep. What are we going to do about it? What well, stance and- are you going to take, NFL? Because um, it, it's something that, that needs to, to be addressed and, and dealt with in, in a way to where it's a deterrent. Right. Right. Look, they it says in their articles that in the NFLs that they will hold owners to a higher standard than players. But it looks like just the opposite is mm-hmm. happening. And this has to be dealt. There has to be equity across the board. And look, just like we could say, Ephraim, well, the, uh, Deshaun Watson, he used to get in his way. He's used to being able to come on to women any old way he wants, and a lot of them go for it. So he's used to doing Well, these owners, even more so because of the amount of wealth they have, you know they're used to being able to come do on, whatever man. in the a, world a they want to do. Come on, man. Right. And so they're thinking, they're not, they're thinking no one can hold us accountable. So what are you going to do, NFL? Do, you said it, Ephraim. I, yeah, I want Deshaun Watson, if he's guilty, to be punished. But I want Daniel Snyder, if he's guilty as well, to be punished. And you say in your own articles that you hold owners to a higher standard. Show us that that's more than ink on paper. It's imperative that they do that. And you got to remember, uh, Roger Goodell is hired by the owners. Right, that's the difference. What? Right, that, exactly. That, there, there, there's a difference. You, he works for them. He works. He don't work for Deshaun. He does not work for Deshaun. He works <laughs> for Snyder and the rest of the owners. Absolutely. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't 
feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, Ephraim, let's go to the NFL. Let's switch gears. And um, interesting comments. Some might even say they weren't disrespectful. We didn't mean it that way, but some might take it that way. Some, Some people that are in love with Tom Brady, who I think is almost universally, outside of my partner, Rob Parker, he's pretty much universally recognized as the GOAT quarterback and uh Bart Scott former you know linebacker in the NFL played with the Jets the Ravens very good player he went on ESPN radio and said he would much rather play against Tom Brady than Peyton Manning and it wasn't even close here he is I'd much rather go against Tom Brady every day of the week than to go against Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning. That's how you feel. I believe that's how everybody feels. Peyton Manning gives you a total sense, a different set of anxiety. <laughs> like, you have anxiety. Like, you sleep at night like, damn, I do not want to be the tip. I do not want to be the fish 
And you don't want to be the guy that's like, ah, ha, ha, I see you, Bart. Yep, this is a fire zone from the left side because Bart is cheating to his blitz. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> He's calling you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tom Brady was more about Bill Belichick, the entire team, the execution, like them having a game plan. Uh, that Interesting. What you think? For years, I've been saying this point. Although Tom Brady is considered the GOAT. And you consider him the GOAT. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, how can you not with seven Super Bowls? Right. Right? I mean, how can you not? Uh, At a certain point, you're just arguing to argue. You just. (laughs) You hear that, Rob? But I'll speak. (laughs) What does he call him? The Flafloat or something like that? Well, he calls him the Loat. The the Loat. The luckiest of all. Right. Uh you know, Rob sometimes sounds like Pootie Tang when he's uh, doing these things. <laughs> but uh, I've always said this, and I'm, and I played against both of these quarterbacks in their prime, the whole nine yards. I've never, as an offensive lineman, now, th- now we heard that from a defensive star. I right. also heard Marcellus Wiley and, and, and Emmanuel Acho say the same thing. Right. What they are are tapping into is during install week, when you're going over the team you're gonna play and what you what defense you're gonna run and and how you're going to exploit uh, exploit their weaknesses on offense. Playing Peyton Manning has the whole building shook up. Mm. You want to talk about sphincters puckered? <laughs> Everybody's walk around the complex is different. because every, Really? Be, yes, man, yes. Because every little thing matters. Now, I'll, mm. I'll say that. And then I'll, I'll double down and say, from an offensive point of view standpoint, when we're playing against the Colts, the defensive coordinator comes into our install room and tells us what we need to do to help them stop Peyton Manning. The only time that's ever happened was when we are playing a Peyton Manning team. No other quarterback, and I've played against them all. You name your top four quarterbacks that played in my era, I've played against them all multiple times. No other time has a defensive coordinator or a head coach told us offensively what we need to do mm. to stop Peyton Manning. What does that have to do with us? I'll tell you what it has to do with us. Ball control. Long drives. Right. Right? Keeping uh, the game close. And I remember, I'll never forget it, Christmas Eve, uh, 20, what was it, 2016, 20, 2007. Christmas Eve, uh, we're at home playing against uh, the Colts. Ron Dane is our running back. The game plan was like nothing I ever heard of. We were going to run the ball. That was the game plan. Third nine, we're running the ball. <laughs> they had a smaller defensive front with Mathis and, and Freeney, and we were going to run right at them. The thing that they get you, they get you in, playing catch-up, so now you're passing the ball, and they right. just tee off on you. Right. We were going to run third and nine, third and seven, third and 12. We're running the ball. Rundane had over 156 yards rushing. We won that game. 
Mm. That was the formula to beat Peyton Manning, keep him off the field, because when he was on the field, he made you wrong every time. Bart Scott says something, Ephraim, and that, that's excellent uh, discussion, into in, really into what you know goes on in, in the football facility uh, when you're facing a guy like that. But he says something in his quote that we didn't play. He said, when you were playing Peyton, yellow meant one thing in the first quarter and another thing in the third quarter. Like, you know, like that. And, and I've always said, Peyton Manning changed the game. Like, we talk mm. about Steph changing the game. You know, like, obviously, there always been audibles and things like that, right? But Peyton Manning was the first quarterback that basically called the game at the line of scrimmage. And now, Ephraim, you see that down at the high school level. Oh, yeah. Right? But it all started with him. And it's interesting that this conversation just happens to come up right now. Because I think this is very comparable to what we're seeing with Steph Curry. And all this talk about is he in the top 10 and all that. I compare, in this regard, Steph Curry to Tom Brady. Now, I know that teams do game plan for Steph and he's running around like Reggie Miller and you got to follow him and you got to pick him up at half court because his range is so crazy. I get all that. That's, that may be a little more like Peyton Manning. But Steph Curry is like Tom Brady, Ephraim, in that, like Brady, you're not looking at anything necessarily individually arm strength, uh, obviously mobility. You know, none of that with Tom Brady blows you away. Obviously, he's accurate. Mm -hmm. But he has got the intangibles to an A++ level, like Steph. He's obviously an intelligent player, like Steph. And his skills are very good. Now, they're not Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers, or some of these other all-time great quarterbacks. But the overall combination makes him who he is. And and bottom line is this. You said it. At a certain point, you win so much, you accomplish so much, that it's just like you got to throw your hands up and be like, yo, it's him. I, I don't care if he can't throw it as far, as fast, as hard, and move, run as fast as so-and-so. He's accomplished too much. And the thing that made me start thinking Brady was a girl, because I was, I've been on the like, man, look at Peyton Manning doing all he's doing. And then Brady, you know, with the first three rings, and it was like a lot of the defense and all that. When I start thinking Brady might be the GOAT, Ephraim, was when Randy Moss joined the team. Hmm. And he put up those incredible numbers with Moss. And I start thinking, my goodness, give him a world-class receiver? And this is what he does? Because, you know, he had won those three Super Bowls with just with, average with, receivers. With, with, with you and me. Right, right. So I was that. So he's got the numbers to go along with the Super Bowl rings. That's what makes him go. And, again, with Steph, sure, you can say a Wilt Chamberlain, a Shaquille O'Neal, a, a Larry Bird, a – Kevin Durant, a Dr. J, a uh, 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 Moses Malone. Like, there's a number of players you might say individually, come on, man, you comparing Steph Curry to them? 
But at at a certain point, you achieve so much that it's just like we got to we gotta give dude his prop. We got to give it to him. He's seven Super Bowls? Right. Who's going to do that? When when, when, when we going to see that again? I mean, he's got more than any franchise. And when, <laughs> honestly, any like, franchise. When, do you know what has to happen for someone to do that? Like Patrick Mahomes, who out the gate, everybody was like, oh, he's the one. Yeah. Right, he's the one. I've said that myself. He would have to go on a hell of a run right now. Right, he would have to go on a hell of a run. Patrick Mahomes has one. He needs Not six it. more years. <laughs> six more. Right. Everything has to go right. You got to have a defense. You need a receiver. You need this. You need all of those things for six more years for him to just tie Brady. Mm. And 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 for that to happen, especially given the way free agency is and the money that's being paid, right. and like, how, how was that ever going to happen again? Let me ask you this about Manny, because again, you said it from experience. I I've said it just watching the games, but the knock on Peyton, as you know, is the playoffs. Playoffs. Now. The numbers and the losses, I mean, he's 14 and 13 overall. Until he got to Denver, he was under 500. His second Super Bowl ring came when, you know, he wasn't really the man, right? He, the defense did it, and he was struggling. He had some phenomenal seasons in Denver, but they didn't win the Super Bowl those years. What do you make of that? Because it, it looks like you talked about sphincters tightening and all that. I don't know if his did, but... It looked something. What do you, how do you explain that? Interception ratio goes way up Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. Obviously, he lost almost as much as he won in the playoffs. I mean, that is something I think you got to look at too. Well, you have to look at it. You have to look at all these things uh, because they all matter. But when it all comes down to it, I I, I mean, I, I had teams will tell you. Teams will tell you, playing against Peyton Manning was playing was like playing against, you know, a a a, a, a crocodile with a with a machine gun in his mouth. <laughs> right, like you you're on the run, like you're you're on the run. You're trying not to get hit. I've been in the game and been up by 13 points with two minutes to go in the game and lost to Peyton Manning. And we had the ball. (laughs) What? Exactly. That's exactly right. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-course, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.